guys for agreements pages 99 100 and 101 <clears throat> so let me get to my notes so this few pages kind of breaks down more about this topic of awareness and it goes into these other um you know mastery of awareness mastery of transformation and mastery of intent so you know page 99 has this cool quote it says Um, you will find that you suffered all those years of drama for nothing. Why? Because the belief system that was put inside your mind is based on lies. And then, um, you know, like, I was kind of thinking about that. Like, a situation came up the other day where, you know, I've got a friend who could probably be a pro athlete um you know we've known each other for ages and they've always had an inclination towards you know athletics but um you know they you know in the military they you know were training for like some type of like let's call it police academy or something along those lines like they've done a lot of you know job uh job related um tasks or uh pursued a lot of jobs that um were related to you know um some form of athleticism um and you know they used to run in high school before that and you know we're on some some school teams and we played in a sports league together and we used to play sports at school together so you know and they used to do martial arts as a kid so the whole time i've known this person they've been very athletic um uh, maybe not the most social person on earth but you know like they've got a lot of qualities where you know say meeting somebody would be you know in my head i'm like it should be easy for this person like why you know why you know they've got a good job a really great career they'll be able to retire early they're in really good fit shape you know very healthy um you know and you know they take their health very seriously probably more than most people that i know and you know it was interesting to me that i mean everybody has their insecurities but it was kind of interesting to me you know that you know you know there was some kind of there was some kind of conversation around like you know that they have something coming up that seems like you know there's a little anxiety about it like socially and i'm just thinking like why would a person who has things pretty put together you know be you know anxious about like cuz it's hard for me to see like like why would they why would they you know even worry about this upcoming situation that they have to that they have to deal with you know like they're good like you know they're you know they've got a a nice place a nice car a nice job a nice you know uh things are kind of set up for them like they're pretty stable you know so i'm like why would why you know compared to most of the people i know this person honestly is probably one of the more stable independent people that i know uh hasn't really had to switch careers hasn't really had to go back to school between this um this economic decline or the other um they've just been steady kind of going with their career path and been doing really well and you know by the time the rest of us kind of have it figured out they'll be almost ready for retirement and i'm like you know a lot of people that i knew around that other 
you know, economic situation did, you know, a lot of them got laid off. This is when I was like starting grad school. Uh, a lot of them, or I was already in grad school. A lot of my other friends were getting laid off and ended up going back to school, back to grad school, you know, getting a, a, a master's degree or a different degree or, or, or something. And now we're in this other economic issue. And I'm noticing another, you know, situation with a lot of people either going back to school or, you know, now I feel like a lot of my friends are kind of like older. So a lot of us maybe are just getting trained in other fields and, you know, going into uh, other other places and um, just doing things like that. And I was like, okay, like everybody's kind of, you know, almost doing the same thing, but not quite going back to school because most of us are like, I don't want more debt. Um, so a lot of the millennial generation, the elder millennial generation is more like, I don't really want to go back to school again at, at this rate. Cause we've already had like maybe one or two careers by this point. A lot of people I know have majored in one thing, went to school, got like a whole job that happened to me. Like I was trying to go into research and then over and over again, I kept getting declined with them saying, you know, you don't have clinical experience, you don't have clinical experience. So that's how I landed in San Diego, trying to get into a doctoral program to get clinical experience. The goal was to get a PhD, uh, do the clinical experience, and then go back into research and psych. And, you know, the PhD part didn't happen. And it kind of landed me into clinical work because I just kind of went with the flow of where the practicums led me into jobs. But again, I wasn't licensed. And so there's no real room to really move up unless you keep switching jobs and the jobs are ultra stressful and they don't pay that good. I mean, I've seen jobs that pay maybe max like 32 to 36 an hour and that's in California before taxes, um, before your like healthcare deductions, before contributing to retirement. Like you really can't make much less than 40 an hour out here. Um, and so I, I kind of know the math. And so I'm like, even, even 30, 36, 29 an hour, that's, that sounds nice. That's a lot of money, but it's like, if you are serious about saving and investing and doing things to the T with the, like, you know, living off, you know, whatever, per, you know, your rent being like a third of your income and all that kind of stuff, you need to be making quite a lot of money so that you're not like in debt like I've noticed a lot of places do have it. So you have to make two and a half times the in the, the rent, your income has to be two and a half times, but yeah, like I was just a little bit like, okay, like of all the people I know, this is the one person that, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not the kind of person who goes around like, Oh, you shouldn't have any problems. But this was like the one person that I was like a little bit like, Oh, I didn't know that this would come up. For this person and for me I'm like looking at them and I'm like dude like you should have no problem like not not to like invalidate but I'm just like they don't see themselves as they really are you know they have a perspective of themselves and all I'm, I'm mentioning this because all of us have this right like all of us have this kind of perspective of ourselves where we're like I'm not good enough at this or like nobody would want to date me because of this or nobody would want to hire me because of this or like you know uh th that person was looking at me weird because of my race or like you know maybe some of it's true but you know I feel like that uh that quote about um that quote about you will find that you suffered all those years of drama for nothing you know it's talking about, you know, um, that level of awareness. You know, we think sometimes that we have awareness of ourselves and of our current condition and our current situation, but that awareness can be skewed because a lot of times as an individual, what we will focus on is our flaws, you know. You know, I can tell, I'm like, oh, like, maybe I should have been nicer that day, or maybe I should have been more energetic, or maybe I should have maybe not had edibles, you know, that early in the morning and thrown off all my plans, or maybe I should have not, you know, um, you know, uh, thought about this in that way, or gone into that pattern for a week, or, you know, 
eaten those snacks or whatever, you know, avoided that, skip that workout or skip that, you know, gig that day of like making money through these gigs or whatever. Like maybe I shouldn't have skipped it, you know, maybe, you know, or even more uh, like deeper level stuff too. But it's like, you know, it's easy for me to just like point out things and be like, oh, like I'm, I'm, I'm being lazy today or I'm being unorganized today or you know I've got this going on or that going on and then it's hard for me to kind of see you know what I'm actually doing I'm like I mean when I think of it is like I've literally created a job for myself out of thin air like just by studying analytics I've literally just created my own job I mean that's not easy and I mean with all these platforms with all that they've been changing and making it so that I had to start over from scratch again like two or three times already it's like I don't even know how I figured this out but I have but there's only so much energy a person has you know to deal with the disappointment and deal with all these platform changes and like now I got to be a subscriber to this and all my subscriptions cost more money and you know, a month goes by really fast and it's like, okay, now I'm spending $39 a month on this and $18.99 a month on this and $5 a month on this and $9.99 a month on this. And it's like, you know, plus car insurance and all these things. It adds up, you know, it's like just to have, just to be making money, to have to have all these things open cost me money, you know, it cost me money to be making money. So that right now is becoming the biggest issue, but it's like, most people right by now would have quit trying to do what it is that I've been trying to do for the past like eight months. Like most people would have given up. They would have quit. They would have been like, no way am I going to like try and do this and would have taken any job and been like, screw this, you know, I'm out, you know, and I've been sticking it out. Uh, I'm stubborn as hell with a lot of stuff, you know, when it comes to projects and things, I'm like, this, this is going to work. Like, I, I need to figure out why it's not working if it's not working like I at least need the answer to why it, why it might not be working even if I'm not going to follow through with it but it's like this needs to work you know so yeah that was kind of the main thing that I had um kind of been interested in um I was I guess kind of uh um yeah that was kind of the main kind of example that kind of came to mind and you know I'm not I'm not putting my friend's business all out there I I I I mix things up so like there's no way this person's identifiable I mix it up like, I'm not even saying, like, exact details of what they actually do. I'm just kind of, like, mixing it up as an example. But it's, like, yeah, the person that I'm talking about, really, their life is so so stable on the surface, at least. From what I can view, from what I know, from when I catch up with this person, I'm, like, I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy for them, you know? I'm not, like, oh, I wish that was me or whatever. But I'm, like, they're clearly doing something right. You know, of everyone I know who's having health problems, I don't know about them having any health issues. Of everyone I know who is trying to, like, search for work or move out from their parents or whatever it may be. Like, a lot of people where I, where I live in L.A., a lot of us are living with their parents. You know, this person I know from L.A., they're not living with their parents. They're able to move. They've got a solid career. They're advancing in their career um like I said they're going to be able to retire like a lot of us are just like scrambling in comparison to how this person is doing so you know it was a little surprising for me to hear and the reason why I mention it though is because I think a lot of us would be in that situation if somebody else was looking at our life like usually the thing that we think about ourselves where we're like oh man I could be better at this or better at that like for me right now it's more of like the job thing like I know why I don't have a nine to five it's because I don't really want one right now and because like I do want one but I kind of also don't like I want a specific one but I'm very picky and then I also want a I want a specific one and I want 
want to um uh yeah i want to kind of you know continue with all that i've been learning uh i'm i wouldn't say i'm completely self-taught i'm a little self-taught uh i'm mostly self-taught but i have invested in some classes in you know in the last year so i've probably spent a total of maybe thirteen hundred dollars thirteen hundred on three different types of courses um and you know definitely tried a lot of different stuff that i've always been wanting to try um and so it's like right now it's like you know i'm in like a passion year in a way um i'm enjoying myself but also it's like you know it's a lot to try to wrap my head around like how to, how to do something like this um i don't have a lot of examples of people i know who actually do this kind of stuff um i mean i have community of people online who do this kind of stuff through like the courses and the discords and things a lot of us are very like-minded and we're all kind of like dude we did the nine to five like we know how much we got screwed by these companies you know a lot of us know we were getting used and abused by these companies just because we had a good work ethic they sought that out in us and kind of took advantage and they're like well we're just gonna pay you crumbs and a lot of people had this experience and i think that's what happened during the rona a lot of people were like no more you know no more like i'm not going back to my job when unemployment is paying me more than i was getting in the first place like i'm not going back to my job when i've been able to prove that i can work remotely and get more done and be more efficient and get my job done like why would i go into the office waste the time and the gas and the energy and the effort and the money um you know it's time you know it's time out of your day you know it's faster to wake up shower eat breakfast you know get dressed and log in online and just skip the commute and depending where you live especially if you live in a city like la or somewhere where the traffic is like nuts or where you have like a weird uh schedule you're not gonna want to deal with all that you know nobody wants to deal with all that so yeah i've kind of just come to a realization you know that like everyone's kind of been trying something different like there's also been like a spiritual awakening people are way more interested in topics about spirituality topics about how to make money on your own um these fields are very important you know people are like i want to take more initiative of my own opportunities you know of my own life without like somebody telling me oh you have to have this degree to go do this thing you have to go give money to this system to go be eligible to do this other thing which you know like doctors and things like i wouldn't want a doctor that never went to school you know what i mean like i wouldn't want that but it's like i don't know like it's uh it's kind of it can be a little bit confusing you know and um the next part you know the book starts going into like i said these uh three uh mastery issues and one of them is awareness the other one is transformation and the last one is intent so with awareness uh having awareness is you know having an ability to decipher kind of who we really are so kind of like that example i was giving is like yeah we all have skewed perspectives of ourselves uh because of it's because of you know the victim and the judge and the you know uh and the domestication and the you know just kind of what cultures teach and then lived experiences you know we develop this mindset about who we are what we are you know but it's not accurate right it's based on false information like my friend 
very likely has some false views of themselves maybe they're like expanding you know or, or highlighting certain parts of themselves that they find as something that maybe didn't work out in the past or something that they want to improve but they're thinking oh those things that they want to improve or maybe that went wrong in the past that's that's like 90% of myself and 10% of myself is like oh like have a good job a good career I'm financially set like they don't they just discount all the rest of that stuff they're like we're not even going to count that versus when you look from the outside me not being that person I'm like wow this person is really self-made and is doing really good and I'm really happy for them that they've got all these qualities that they're like advancing and they're doing like I, I feel honestly of all my friends this is the one person that one of the people not I mean I don't want to put it this way but like a lot of us had I grew up in an area where a lot of us had parents that were very much like they knew what to do they had the resources to let us do what we needed so you know they would take us to camps in the summer they would pay for us to do this or pay for us to do that and you know they had the resources to do it versus this other friend you know <clears throat> they didn't grow up like that you know their parents weren't like getting them cars or like taking them places or all that kind of stuff like if they wanted to go somewhere they had to take a bus or if they wanted to go somewhere they had to do this or they had to do that um so because they didn't have like a parent who was really like able to kind of give them all the all the things that most of my other friends and my parents were able to give us you know they kind of did struggle like they had to work more during college and had to choose between like okay can I actually afford to like pay for like the stuff that I have to pay for in my household contribute to like groceries or whatever as well as you know like contribute as well as you know be able to still hang out and have fun and spend money doing that and work and go to class you know they'd have to decide versus us it's like you know our folks might give us some money you know to go do what we need or like we would use our financial aid or you know we just be in school all the time and we go to classes all the time and we were busy all the time and we were in households where we were allowed to study all the time like that was my job study you know study and get your degrees done you know no one in my family was like you need to go work and start contributing to the household like that like no the way I contribute to the household is I go get a degree you know what I mean and so that was like just that kind of stuff was like different and so I know that like that person you know this friend of mine you know because their life was so different like I, I don't think that I saw them falling behind it wasn't like that but it was like their life was definitely different but they were able to get into the career that was you know that maybe they were forced into it I don't think they were willingly trying to go into it but now you know it's a stable career and their career is more stable than most of the rest of ours um and so it's like you know whatever they did that they may have been a little upset with before uh or that maybe they would have felt like oh I'm maybe not as good as these other people or whatever all the rest of us are back living at home with our parents you know what I mean so it's like you know um when I look at that I'm like you know they should be proud and happy of themselves and like you know but they don't see it that way they're they're seeing something else that to me whatever it is that they're seeing is probably like a little mild minor thing that I'm like oh like that happened like 20 years ago or whatever like whatever like but they might be magnifying it and being like oh like this thing happened or like you know like or you know like when you know people who have degrees sometimes people can look at like oh all my friends have all these degrees or whatever you know but it's like that's not really the, the case you know just because you have a degree doesn't mean you have a job you like doesn't mean that you have a job where you can advance doesn't mean that you have a job like I had I had steady work where I could not advance for like seven years just about it was five years and maybe two years 
but I had steady work where I couldn't even advance. And it's like, what's the point in that? Like, why have steady work when you can't advance? You know, it's like the economy's changing. I need to be able to advance, you know, um, and that just wasn't an option. So it's like, I kind of put all my eggs in, in that basket, most of my eggs in that basket. But the thing about me is I'm always in the background, kind of like, I have all these nerdy interests and that, you know, that I'm like, okay, like when I have time, I want to do this. I want to do that. And when I just had that little bit extra of, of time, uh, during the Rona in 2020, I was like, let me just start podcasting. That was the easiest thing to do because I was already doing audio journaling. So I was like, well, I might as well just go do that while I'm, while I'm podcast, while I'm doing this too, and just see what happens because I wanted to create content, but I was like, I don't want to do video content and I, not really. And blogging's cool, but it's like, it's hit or miss if I actually feel like I'm going to want to do it. Um, sometimes it can feel more like a chore, but yeah, I was like, this is great, you know, um, let me just put some stuff out there. So yeah, like I, I think, you know, with awareness, it really is hard, you know, master of awareness most of us don't really see who we really are. We see a, a, a skewed version of what we think other people see or a magnified version of flaws that we have. And it's like, you know, we all have flaws, but it's like sometimes the way we look at ourselves, we're magnifying some other thing that other people might never even think about. They might never look at it and be like, oh, like that's that's nuts. I can take something, for example, with myself, right? Like doing Uber Eats deliveries. Like I do it for the money as I need the money, right? So it's not like, it's not like I'm doing it and I'm like, oh, I love this job. Like I'm, I'm over it. Like I'm bored of it. It's, I'm not learning much more. It's kind of like a waste of my time sometimes. And so I'm like, you know, but it's work, you know, you do a job and you get money. Uh, so for example, I've got a friend that, you know, doesn't really know that I do Uber Eats. Um, I haven't really told them the reason why is because I was telling them the other stuff I was doing. And then, you know, they started talking about somebody that they were dating that was doing, or that they had gone out on a date with like early stages of going out on a date with someone and finding out that this person was, um, you know, driving Uber Eats, and they're like, well, or Uber, I think they were just doing, like, the, um, the rides, and they're like, that's not really work, so, like, blah, 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 and so, like, I was like, well, I'm not even gonna bother telling this person that that's what I've been doing lately, because they, they look down on it so much, and then I've got another friend that's, like, totally positive about it, that's like, yeah, like, it's, it's, uh, good, you know, that you can make money, and, like, and they're right, you know, like you can cash out every day, it does pay, you know, so you do get money every day, and you know, it's like when you do it, if you do get orders, you do get money every day, and so it's like they're able to kind of pinpoint, okay, like this is a good part about that, you know, like maybe you're looking a little too negatively about this other stuff, and it kind of gave me, you know, it kind of depends who you're talking to, you know, someone who's worked maybe in psych or has degrees and is around a bunch of people with a bunch of degrees might not really think about jobs like Uber Eats as being like real work in quotations, like real work, right? Like, and then someone else who's, you know, doing another type of job can probably see the benefit of, hey, you have a car, you're able to like drive around and make money when you feel like it, you know, versus being bound to like you know, take, take public transit all the way across town and like the effort and energy that that takes and the weather can suck. And like, you know, you're spending your money to do that. And you're at the mercy of this, you know, transit to get you places on time. And I could see how that could be stressful. You know, it's like, you know, your work is limited by having to take public transportation very far, you know, your energy is going to be limited because you're spending a lot of time, you know, with the transportation situations, and then you're having to spend money every day doing that, um, 
and if it doesn't work you got to uber and spend a lot of money just to get some work on time because you can't be late like every day and you know and having to leave like excessively early like instead of you know leaving like pretty early like having to leave like really early just to get to work on time you know stuff like that is like you know I can see like places where it's like well maybe I'm not counting my blessings you know maybe I'm not practicing enough gratitude sometimes and that's kind of where I see you know this awareness mastery of awareness so the transformation you know mastery of transformation talks about Um, being free of domestication so free of domestication is like you know all the stuff that your culture teaches if you grew up in a religion if you grew up with some kind of like ethnic type of traditions if you grew up uh with uh just you know stuff based on your socioeconomic status and what resources you did or didn't have and all these things like and especially as a child you know you get taught these things people who teach you teach you the way that they were taught you know and then later in life we start realizing hey some of this stuff just doesn't work for me you know and trying to shed ourselves of of the stuff that doesn't work turns out to be a very difficult process (laughs) you know because we're so used to it you know but we were domesticated into being as we are now and a lot of what we do is program you know a lot of how i think a lot of how i think negatively is programmed you know a lot of my mood or like how i approach approach things socially like you know i live in a house where you know i grew up with some bitter grumpy people and so if i'm in a mood you know it's not something that i wasn't taught to not be grumpy or bitter because I witness that on an almost daily basis that somebody's grumpy and bitter all the time and so it's like I notice myself kind of being like that sometimes and now I kind of realize okay maybe I just need a little caffeine maybe I just need to eat a meal you know maybe I need to drink more water it's usually something that's tied directly to you know something that I needed to get taken care of maybe I needed to sleep more you know usually it's not the other person that I'm that that's yeah I'll get annoyed but usually it's not the other person usually it's because I'm lacking in something and not taking the best care of myself which is why my energy fluctuates you know and then being around you know people or places where like people cook based on how they feel they're like oh it was a stressful day or whatever so I'm gonna you know make these instant you know instant unhealthy lasagnas or I'm gonna make this instant unhealthy thing you know or create this really unhealthy meal and buy cake and ice cream and cookies and you know I was raised around you know people who are like you know drinking sodas all the time and you know like even though I was around like a health conscious kind of message uh, with religion you know um, I was also raised around people who had like when I look at my family on both sides, I've got a lot of the elders in our family, like my aunts, uncles, uh, all my grandparents, pretty much everybody had health complications uh, when they passed away. And then even with my aunts and uncles, the ones who have passed, they've pretty much all passed from health complications. And there are a lot of them now that still have health complications. And a lot of it is based on diet. It's based on lack of exercise. It's based on having too much stress and not having money to really either eat healthy or to have your body in a de-stressed state with lower cortisol levels to be able to make those healthy choices because you will choose to eat crappy food when you feel crappy. Um so not only is it the money thing it's also how you feel and then you know people overworking and overdoing it and not balancing their lifestyles making it so that they're stressed but having to do that so that they can make ends meet and so just being raised around some aspects of people in poverty some aspects of people with with limited opportunities that contributes to diet issues that contributes to nutrition problems to health problems 
you know, and mood issues and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, you know, I realized a while ago when I was working in the job that I'm working in, I'm like, I can't keep doing this because I'm, I see myself going down those routes that all these other elder family members are going down. And I see it. I'm like, okay, like I'm gaining weight because I'm eating like them. Like my mind is all like, you know, I worry about this or like, I'm, you know, irritable like this, or I have sleep problems like this. And I kind of can pinpoint like who in my family has those issues and what they're doing and what's similar of what I'm doing to what they're doing. And I can kind of look around and just see it. And I'm like, no, I got to change this. I got to change that. Like right now I'm at an age where I can change all these things. And, you know, I'm going to my doctors and I'm making these appointments and I'm, you know, trying my best to, um, you know, keep everything kind of, uh, keep it all rolling and going well, you know, and, um, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying, like, that's all I can really do, right, is to try, but I'm trying, and, um, you know, they, um, yeah, like, that's all I can really say is, like, I'm trying to follow doctor's recommendations. Um, The thing that gets in my way really is the munchies, like having cannabis products and then having the munchies. That is where I fall short because I'm like, now I'm eating extra stuff that I would not even have thought to want to eat that, you know, it's easy for me to avoid cookies and all that kind of stuff and chips and it's mostly cookies and chips, but because we have those snack size things in the house I eat them so I try to get perfect bars or like corn chips and salsa and like have some boiled eggs just kind of like ready to eat and like things like that it's like little things where I'm like it's slightly healthier than you know a little mini pack of Oreos you know 140 calories of Oreos versus you know some chips and salsa you know, like, the chips and salsa are better, <laughs> are a better option, but, you know, I think about things like that, and I'm like, okay, I am making slightly healthier choices, and I've got some family members that I take the pictures of what I eat sometimes and send it to them just to motivate them, like, like today, I tried this field roasted, no, it's, it's called field roast, that's the brand from Sprouts, uh, they didn't have the hot dogs I wanted, but they had these uh, Italian-style sausages, but they're, like, vegan-vegetarian. Uh, it it's vegetable-based. And so I was basically ready to try one of those. So I put it in the oven. It was kind of dry, but I ate it anyways. I think you're supposed to saute it, actually, which it said, but I was like, I don't want to sit in front of the the you know, because I was doing other stuff, I was like, I don't want to sit in the kitchen, so I'll throw it in the oven while I'm boiling eggs, and I can go get some other stuff done for about 20, 20 minutes or so, and so I didn't cook it properly, but, you know, that's why it was dry, but I was like, okay, that's a vegetable-based protein that I ate with some eggs with avocado toast, and I put, I got a, a tomato out of the garden, I got four tomatoes, but I got one for breakfast that I ate, sliced it up, you know, put it on top of the avocado toast and some some onions I chopped up and just put some black pepper and then some salt and pepper on my eggs and like, I'm good. That was my breakfast versus, you know, other things that I see people eat for breakfast in my family, like a slice of Spam, um, like maybe like a bowl of cereal with a bagel, like a lot of carbs, like too much carbs, um, things like that, that I'm like, you know, I try to be really careful, like, like, when my dad cooks, he cooks a lot of African food, and, you know, there's something, uh, it has, like, a lot of names, it, you could call it Papa, you can call it Istwala, you could call it Sadsa, it's basically the starch base, um, and when he cooks, he usually makes, like, a whole half plate of it, it's, like, half the plate is carbs, and the other half the plate is something else and I'm like well I feel like 
maybe a quarter of the plate should be carbs, not a whole half of the plate, but also they eat so late. Like they'll cook and be eating like after 8 p.m., like closer to 9 p.m. And I'm like, dude, I'm eating dinner usually 8 p.m. at the latest, but usually before 6, I've eaten dinner. Like it's very rare that I'll eat dinner after 6 p.m. Um, a lot of times I'll eat dinner at 4 p.m., you know, or 5 and then snack later, but yeah. So things like that, I'm like, I can see how I was raised and I can see the things that were beneficial, like having the, the schedule I had every day and, you know, we weren't really homebodies all the time. Like we'd go to school Monday through Friday and then Friday nights, we'd always have activities we could go out to do from the time I was a teen and then Saturdays we were at church and Sundays we played sports. So it was like that pretty much from second grade all the way to like my first year of grad school. I pretty much kept that same routine. And then the thing I dropped off of in grad school was pretty much the sports. Uh, but I was, you know, walking on and off campus um, every day for like the first year. Um, I think it was once I got to the second year, that's when I started staying late on campus and, you know, started getting a little bit lazier, a little bit more exhausted. And so I wasted a lot of money, didn't even get a parking permit and paid the daily pass every day. Let's say it was $7, $6. I don't know how much it was, but I didn't even get the, the parking permit and I just paid every day for daily parking because I wasn't there every day. I was there like two or three days a week. And sometimes if I wouldn't stay late, I'd park off campus, but I did get into a bad habit of starting to park on campus and paying to do it every day, um, paying the individual fees every single morning I would do that. And then, so I started doing that every day, um, especially because I think one of my friends that used to always walk with me, um, we had different schedules. And so I was like, I don't think I should be walking at like 1030 at night in these neighborhoods. And so, like, it's not the best neighborhood. Like, Cal State LA is not placed in really the best neighborhood to be walking around in the middle of the night. It's not the worst neighborhood, but it's like, I feel like if people kind of know that you're doing it, it might not be a good idea. But that's when I started gaining weight more was when I stopped doing those walks. Um, and then ever since then, I, I've been less and less and less active. Uh you know, there were times where I picked up activity and like when I first moved to San Diego, I definitely went to the gym a lot more. Like almost every day after work, I just stopped by the gym. And I did that when I worked in Chula Vista too. I would kind of stop by the gym like a lot of days. Um, but when I started, anytime in my life when I started relying more on instant foods and cutting out my workouts, that's when things always went south. And I've had a few uh, years where that has happened in my life. And this last year in 2022 and before 2022, so probably like 2021 as well. Like those were probably a couple of my least active years. I stopped hiking all the time. I stayed in more. Most of my hobbies, you know, I, I did actually do some training for snowboarding, for like 2021, I think it was for 2020 or 2021, maybe for the 2021 season, whatever year it was that I went to Taos, New Mexico. Um, but yeah, I did do a little bit. And then um, this season's coming up. So most of my financial motivation right now is, you know, to try to pump up the funds to be able to, you know, afford some extravagant trips. Um, like for me, extravagant, it's like staying three days at Bear or something. Like to me, that's like fine, but it just takes a lot. I call it extravagant because, you know, I have to get, I can't drive any of my old cars. So I have to like get a rental and, you know, I'm not driving in the mountains with like a 20 year old car. Like that's not going to happen. Um, but yeah, stuff like that, you know, I'm just, uh, like when I look around and I look at like some of my older family members and kind of like 
what's not going well with them. I'm like, well, they've had these sedentary lifestyles. None of them exercises. They eat this kind of country diet with a lot of just like they're they eat a country diet as if they were out working in the fields but people aren't doing that much manual labor anymore so it's like the diet still stays the same but nobody's burning off the calories like they would have been like a couple generations back and so it's like now that diet doesn't really fit but people have kind of kept the tradition of those foods and so and I think it's the same with the African foods too. Like people keep the traditions of those foods. And so, you know, I've got my Midwest family and my African family, and then everybody's got these cultures of unhealthy eating, but now with way more sedentary lifestyles. Um, Cause it's one thing if you're eating like a whole bunch of carbs and beef and like, you know, um, you know, meats and all this kind of stuff. But it's like, yeah, if you're out working in the field or walking really far or, you know, doing a lot of active stuff every day. I mean, it's still going to matter if you eat healthy, like you still eat vegetables and fruits and stuff, but it's, it's going to be a lot more, um, you know, it's going to make a lot more sense uh, to not do it that way. You know, it's going to make a lot more sense to, um to um you know go and um I don't know, it's just gonna make a lot more sense uh to just change the diet to your lifestyle. And that's kind of what I'm trying to do. And I'm lucky that I live in Southern California because, you know, it's a very health conscious place. So literally to eat unhealthy, I do have to kind of go out of my way. Like I have to find like a Taco Bell or a McDonald's, but it's like there's also a Sprouts right there. There's also an H Mart right there. There's Japanese markets. There's a Japanese market right by the gym that I go to. The other gym that I go to, there's like an urban place right there. Um there's a bookstore right across the street with some healthy meal related choices there's a a mitsuwa japanese market like there's plenty of markets that are healthy where i could just pop in buy some food and be on my way you know like i don't have to eat unhealthy stuff like if i go out and run errands i could easily just go drive uber eats make 20 25 bucks go buy some food you know um 2025 bucks isn't gonna get you that far but it's like i can i can figure out dinner on 25 bucks you know uh especially from a store i could probably get something that'll last me a couple days um considering that we do, we do have other food in the house so it's like stuff like that it just takes a little bit of like planning it out you know versus just going with the with the status quo and going with the regular routine of like oh parent cooks this or someone else in the family influences the parent to cook this and then I just eat it without even thinking about oh is this even in my plans to be eating cake today was this even in my plans to be eating cupcakes was this in my plans to be eating cookies like no like this wasn't my plan today my plan was to maybe wait till Friday to eat any cookies at all and now I find myself eating it because somebody made it you know so stuff like that it's like you know um, and the family kind of knows that I'm a little more health conscious with my eating. And so they do kind of try to cook a little bit more tailored. Like sometimes when my dad cooks, he'll make, he'll put some more vegetables and stuff. Or when my mom cooks, she'll make like muffins, like healthy muffins instead of like cupcakes or something like that. So there's a little bit of like, okay, like this is a little bit healthier than what it would have been but then there's still the the cycle of people still buying the stuff that I should not be eating as much as I do so things like that you know um simple things like that you know it's like I can kind of see um what's going on and it's not just all about the food and stuff there's emotional stuff there's just the way people 
uh, handle their finances, all that stuff. I've been taught and kind of pressured towards like, like I mentioned before, you know, I've got a, a family member that does not understand why I don't like overspending uh, past my budget, while why I don't want to go travel and go on these extravagant traveling trips with them, um, sightseeing and all that. And it's not that it's not important to me, it's just that this isn't the best year for that. Um, the last one, it talks about intent. So they label intent the mastery of intent and sorry they label the mastery of intent they say it's uh, a type of energy some people refer to as god or the mastery of love so this looks at judgment it looks at the victim and uh the belief system as a parasite so pretty much all that stuff with the domestication you know with that comes the judge that says you know, um, that that tells me who I'm really not because of myself judging myself, and then the victim mentality that also tells me who I'm not, that tells me who what I can or can't get over um, because of something that happened in the past, even if it's not directly impacting me today, like like yeah memories and like experiences and stuff that happened but it's not actively happening now so it's like you know all the stuff that the mind says that's like why you can't get over this or why you have to keep being cautious and bringing it up and thinking on it when it's like it's not even something that is relevant to my day-to-day life um and belief systems you know belief systems depending what they are um, they might take you away from your authentic self. Um, you know, I grew up in a religion that told us what we were, you know, you were told, you know, you are, you are one of the, I don't know how to word this, but this is basically what the religion would teach. You are right. You have the truth more than any other person. So you need to kind of feel a little bad for all these people without the truth, because since they don't have the truth, you know, they're probably going to go to hell. And, you know, I don't believe this way at all. Honestly, I think, I hope you guys noticed that I don't believe in all that kind of BS, but, you know, like you have the best religion. This is the only way because this religion does all this right. And even when I started pointing it out, because the thing that the religion I grew up in points out is it was like, of all the Christian denominations, we're the one that follows the, the Ten Commandments and actually keeps the fourth about the Sabbath. And we keep some of the dietary rules. So we're actually following the commandments. But then when I started seeing other commandments about like, say, for example, Jewish holy days, where it's like, oh, like keep these holy days you know, and God commands this, and I would ask, you know, at church, you know, I'd ask, like, pastors, well, I know we keep the Sabbath, but why don't we keep uh, Passover, why don't we keep Sukkot, why don't we keep Rosh Hashanah, like, you know, the Bible says to do it, why don't we do that, but we do the seventh-day Sabbath, but, you know, the Bible says these are my Sabbaths, you know, uh, like a holy convocated time, you know, like, keep these days, you know, And I'm like, why don't we do these? And then I could never get an answer. Or there would be other commandments. Like the Bible has 613 commandments in the Old Testament. And I'd ask about them. Why don't we do this one? Why don't we do that one? Why don't we do this one? And nobody could answer my questions. And I was like, I saw the hypocrisy in it where I was like, okay, we've picked these few to do. But there are all these other ones that nobody wants to actually answer because they can see the hypocrisy in it that like we're saying that we're doing all these things but we're not doing all of them we're doing some of them which is more than what some of the other churches are doing and then adding all these other traditions onto it so when i kind of saw that it kind of you know i was raised with a belief system that like you know i was somehow more uh like i I should be grateful that i could be close to god i should be grateful that i have all this 
knowledge about what are the actual right rules. And then when I started going to another service uh, that actually they actually did, you know, talk about and study the Bible and like study the, you know, talk about the actual other commandments and stuff. That's when I started realizing I'm like, this isn't really for me. Um, but I liked it. I liked the studying aspect of it because I was like, well, these people actually are studying the commandments like in full. They're not they're not being like, well, I'll do this one and that one and that one and that other one. But all these other ones, we're not going to even touch them. Um, so they actually tried more. It was a Messianic Jewish congregation. So they're Christian, but they keep the Jewish uh, commandments. And I was really into that. Um because I was already, I had already been studying Hebrew for some years before that, for quite a few years before that, and so I was like, finally, I'm around people who, like, study Hebrew, and practice Hebrew, and sing songs in Hebrew, and, like, read the scriptures, and study the Old Testament, and all this kind of stuff, and I was really into it, and, but then even, you know, just being in that Christian setting, I was always taught, you know, when you start meeting people, who are of the world, when you start meeting these other people, they're going to make you stumble and you're going to go against your your upbringing. So it's probably best to just try to bring them to church. But if they don't want to go to church, probably don't hang out with them. Um, and to me, anytime somebody put social restrictions on me, I was never into it. I was like, you're not going to tell me who I'm going to hang out with, you know, so I'd bring all my disheveled friends to church and like they'd be joking in the back and like, drinking outside and like smoking in the parking lot and stuff and it was like whatever they came to church you know like you said bring my friends I brought my friends you know <laughs> and like that would cause a bit of an issue um and they they didn't feel welcome there which I understood so I didn't keep inviting them I would invite them to events that weren't like so churchy um but yeah it was really kind of like you know people like to argue too much and like they want to debate stuff and they're not really listening like they get too overly like passionate and like upset and like pissed off about it like I have a lot of friends that I could talk about religion with and like we're not fighting and arguing it's like we know that we have different ways of looking at things and we just like to hear the other people's perspective and that's that you know but with these people it was like they want to argue to the death about stuff that's like you know, how dare you try to disprove anything or question anything? I was like, this isn't even a discussion. What's the point? You know, if nobody's listening and everybody's shouting, like, I don't want to be in this. And so, but yeah, all that kind of stuff with belief systems, it doesn't really have to be a religion, but they call that, you know, belief systems, judge and victim as a, those are like a parasite, you know, um, and it is, you know, because it's like it eats away at stuff where it's like a lot of it isn't based on our authenticity. We mostly sometimes follow these rules and traditions because we don't want to get reprimanded or singled out. But it doesn't really mean that we believe them. Like there's a lot of stuff that I haven't believed for like a really long time uh, that some of it I don't even mention. But like there's a lot of stuff that I haven't believed for a really long time that I just don't even talk about because I'm like, well, I don't need to believe this because I don't really actually believe in it. But other people who kind of know me might not know that I don't believe that. They just assume I believe in it. Um, and so I just keep it at that because I'm like, well, it's my own personal thing. Like, I don't need to like share that. But yeah, guys, it can it it's it's a lot of stuff to look at. I know we're only going three pages at a time, but it's because usually there's quite a bit to say about these pages. And um, uh, sometimes I don't realize how long, how long I've been talking, but I try to give examples uh, and just kind of put a different spin on it. So it's not just like, oh, I'm reading you literally from these pages of this book. I try to put kind of examples so people can kind of visually see like, oh, that's possibly one way to look at this like my things that I'm saying are just examples that I come up with that I think are relevant to what I'm reading 
I don't know for sure if it is, and there's probably other ways of looking at it, but I like to add a little, a little take to it, because it's like, to me, it's a lot more interesting, um, to kind of, like, apply things a little bit more, but, uh, I got some other stuff I need to go get to, but hopefully this is some helpful food for thought, and with that, thanks for listening. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.